0: Hi, hey, hello, g'day, and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. This week we bring you all the highs and lows of the last few weeks. We talk all things FFA Cup Final, and we discuss the few next few upcoming rounds. I'm Pete, and I'm joined by Luke, Tyson, and Morrow. Fellas, 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 how are we? It's
1: been a while. It's
0: been That's a red great. hot minute, huh?
2: Popping my pod charity.
0: Yeah, welcome. Yes. Yeah, good to, uh, first time. First time's a good time. You never yeah. you never forget your first. Never forget your first. <laughs> are you feeling nervous? Excited? Super nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you lease into it, mate. We'll be
3: gentle. Moz, how are you? I'm so nervous, Hadley Doodly Daydly. <laughs> how are we going?
1: How do we do this shit again? <laughs> it has
3: been eighty-four years.
1: It seriously uh, feels like it. We, we did a live on the 20th of December mm-hmm. and then the world turned to shit again.
3: <clears throat> 84 yes. years, that's half my life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good areas from you there. Yeah, very good. Good start. (laughs) Oh, it's a little bit of a delayed reaction on the sound effect there. (laughs) Like I said, mate, it's been a minute since I've... Unprepared. Quality. Anything could happen this afternoon on the Coast Football Ramble podcast. Let's get straight into it with Fred's question. Fred this week asks, after the cup run and the rounds that we have played, how do you think Monty is going compared to Stadge?
1: It's hard to compare this season to last, I feel like. Because I... I I It's like... We thought we were gonna be very COVID not interrupted and now it's been super COVID interrupted and it's so, it's super uneven, but Mr. Pryor has looked statistically cause he loves his stats. <laughs> um, and I think technically we are worse off, but it's a bit of a harsh judgment, I well, think.
0: It, as you say, COVID interrupted season and it really depends as to whether you're comparing season one stage season two stage
1: I think season one stage is obvious where we're sitting (laughs) 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 and not entirely stages uh, fault either but
3: yeah no I I would say that we are probably not quite where stage took us to but I think we've kept that kind of you know where we got ourselves to I think Monty has maybe not you know leaps and bounds uh, made us go forward from there but he certainly kept the pace um, certainly um uh, there's some good comparisons there. I think probably Monty I like more um, his sort of game sense and the things he does in the games. He made a change in the, in the most recent game that I think changed the game and that's not the first time I've seen it. From Monty, I think that was rarer with Stadge. Um, Stadge made good signings. Um, you can't argue with Marco Aranha. Um But so I've enjoyed Monty's signings. So I think um, he's certainly shown a fair bit there. But, yeah, it's early on yet. But um, certainly very encouraging, even Stevens I'm going to go
1: with. And you look at who Monty had to replace. I mean, De Silva, Clisby, Kowal and Stensness, four pretty big mainstays from last season where we finished in third spot so that's four pretty big replacements and he's only really had the kids to promote and mm. a couple of untested foreigners That mm. have worked out so far I think um, so I think he's done well with what's what he's been left with essentially
0: the tools at his disposal yeah you're listening to the Coast Football Ramble podcast cheers Jeff Let's go back and have a look at the events of the last few weeks. Of course, starting with the signing of Jason Cumdog Cummings. This was in the works for a little while. Big rumours were flying all over Twitter. Um, not sure how much stock we were putting in it at
1: the time. Things I did not out. expect to happen <laughs> ever for twenty dollars. you. A,
0: yeah, exactly. I what a it was timeline! A
1: joke. Yeah, I hundred percent thought it was a joke.
0: What a timeline!
3: It
1: did appear that way, didn't it? Mm. Yeah. but I mean, uh, it, he was. Somebody that was brought up, I mean, maybe what, 18 months ago was probably the first time I'd ever heard of him Mm. and was like, oh, here's this random guy over in Scotland who scores for fun most of the time, um, who is actually eligible to play for Australia when, you know, everyone knows the current issues with the soccer but And I think he was maybe a little bit of an, an outlier to maybe solve that problem and then it just sort of all went away because, you know, as everybody knows, he's been... A little bit of a naughty boy, so far in his uh, short career. But um, yeah, very left field. I would, I would love to know how it come about. I don't know if you guys have any inside goss on that. But um, good, I think good change for him. He's what twenty mm, yeah. six. Um, scored goals for fun when he was at Hibs. Um, you know, like I said, ran into a few issues um, after that. But everyone deserves a fourth chance. Um, <laughs> 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 you know, um, nothing wrong with that. I, I mean, and, you know, move to the opposite side of the world. Um, his missus seems to be enjoying herself in Terrigal, uh, you know, happy wife, happy life, all that sort of stuff. You know, new start, come to a club, a smaller club where, you know, he's, he can probably walk around Terrigal and not he's never really be noticed. Yeah. 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 And he can just sort of try and go about his job and get things sort of back on track. And, you know, we what we've only seen... How long did he play against Sydney? 60 minutes or something like that. 60 or 70 minutes. I can't remember. Hmm. Um, but you know, I thought it looked pretty good for pretty much straight off the of plane, two or three days earlier, um, and then straight into the squad. Scores a nice goal. Um, we'll get to you know him not being able to play on the weekend. But mm-hmm. I think yeah, a great signing. Um, and you know, makes me think we probably won't see Matty Simon again. I think
2: the fact that he played so so quickly after turning up means that he is in the right frame of mind is he taking it seriously if he's yeah. turned up fit enough to start so quickly after turning up
1: yeah and he looked pretty good cons- and like, it was hot that day oh yeah, that was through. that was a sweaty game he, you worked, not, hard. he you worked hard did he not hit the game? post
3: or come close to a second should have had a second from memory in that game so I think so yeah and so yeah, yeah I've, 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 and he, he assessed himself really well after the game I thought he comes over here from minus who knows how much to plus too many and <laughs> plays on get, walks off a you know mattress and walks onto a Concrete pitch, and uh, he was saying in his interview after the match that, um, Oh, I started to get used to it by the time of the second half. It's <laughs> <Is laughs> accent accent not much of, of an accent, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> he, can, he can smash me about that later. But um, in the second half, he, he'd, he'd come to terms with the hard pitches and the hot uh, sun of Australia, so he should be fine by next game. He mm. Was, mm. But gee, he, he, he did enough in that game to be impressive.
1: The only, the only real question, Mark, I think, is, is what formation do we go with now because I think for for a little bit in that Sydney game I felt bad for sort of because he looked a bit lost and I think there was there was still a couple of changes there that may have been COVID related for us because um, Niz didn't start that game and as soon as Niz was on in the second half it just instantly changed and we looked so much better mm. so I, I don't know it's going to Monty's got a bit of a headache obviously when Cummings will be available which I assume will be on Thursday. Thursday night, yeah. Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see what he goes with. I hope he goes with Nisbet out wide and he goes with Benny on the left. Um, Urena and Cummings up top. I don't know. I feel bad for Maresh because I feel like he started to come good, so it's it's a bit of a tricky one. I don't options.
3: Know. Yeah. How good is it to have options? Options are good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is what we sort of waited for, isn't it? To have options like that. So... And, and, and the story part of it, you know, normally for the Mariners, our stories are not these kind of stories and they're sometimes stories we don't really want to b- be told, such as the Lewis Garcia story. Even though I'm a Liverpool fan, wasn't necessarily the best type of signing for us, um, although I enjoyed it, got the autographs or whatever, but um, th- this guy can play. Um, so, you know, the story for me, and he was, ne- for me anyway, was never heard of the bloke. And uh, he comes on and cruelly scores a pen and finishes another one to send us back to Anfield for a replay against a team of nobodies, at least we thought that's who they were. (laughs) Had no idea who he was, never heard of him. And then about 18 months ago, like you say, Luke, then his name comes up again and he's got some Aussie in him and I don't even recognise it then. It's only when we actually go to the signing, it's like... No way! It's that guy. No, <laughs> <laughs> I actually said that to him on Saturday night. I wasn't sure I liked you at the start, mate, when I didn't know you. And it is right like
1: now. it does appear to be smart in a way because he obviously can play, mm. and he does yeah. bring does bring attention. He was to the sharp club. in the warm up. I haven't yeah. seen anyone
2: against finish Sydney, like that against mm. Sydney. He was. Just putting them all in the corners. Yeah, he looked tight.
0: Proper, proper striker.
2: Striker, striker.
1: Has <laughs> he scored in the World Cup though? <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir.
0: <laughs> he is absolutely loving it here, and he's apparently fit into the um to the culture in the in the sheds. Absolutely seamlessly. All the guys love him.
1: I mean, live in rainy, depressing. Scotland, <laughs> Dundee. Or <laughs> move to Terrigal and leave in an apartment straight from the beach. I mean, recovery sessions at the beach. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: He's been straight down to Terrigal Beach with uh, with a couple of the boys there learning how to surf, apparently. Surfing with Steely. Yeah. Apparently. yeah surfing with Steely and Hatchy, and I think uh, uh, Damien Sikennis as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting times. <laughs> yeah. Apparently no, he I, said
2: he, was, he wasn't told about the rip, He was worried about the sharks. <laughs> Steely had to push him in on a wave. <laughs>
3: What a character, though. Oh, absolutely. And it seems he did endear himself to many of the fans on Saturday night as well. There's a few stories that came out of Saturday night. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, he likes a bit of a joke, a bit of a sledge, maybe, very, maybe a sip out of a beer cup.
1: Very approachable at the postgame is, <laughs> so I think, how I would put it. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, um, he was
0: talking to uh, one of our friends of the show, Derek, who uh, who's a uh, Glaswegian himself. Who was actually mates with um, Grado, the guy that uh, was in the wrestling video with Come Dog where the whole Come Dog oh, thing yeah, started. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they grew up together. And um, apparently they were trying to get him on FaceTime but it was like four in the morning over in Scotland sort of oh thing so they God. couldn't get on to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, super, super genuine dude and just wants to you know, have a fresh start. And, um, well, he I, wants
1: to play for soccer Socceroos. Like yeah. it's, not, it's not like, oh, he's – He's got links to Australia he can. Like he's openly stated that that's what he wants to do. Yep. And I mean with the way the Socceroos is going, we very well may not make the World Cup And to be honest. <laughs> we probably don't really deserve to be there and there'll be some questions asked after that. And if he comes here and lights it up, there's no reason why he can't slip into the Socceroos squad for the next World Cup cycle.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, he puts himself firmly in Arnie's line of sight yep. by being here.
3: Did he impress the girls? just Want to put that out there because there seemed to be a lot of uh, talk about how good looking he was, and uh, I don't want to preempt Bloomie's question, but um, I just did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to that one later. I think I, think <laughs> I know what Moz is going to do with the cum dog. You're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Let's unpack the games from the rounds that were, of course, uh, back on the 23rd of January. It was Mariners playing host to Melbourne City, a 3-1 loss at Central Coast Stadium. Marco Ureña, uh, who has, of course, scored at a World Cup himself,
1: uh, scoring the Mariners' solitary goal on the day. It feels so long, well, you know, because it has been so long since we recorded, but we've literally only played two league games because (laughs) that's how messed up everything's been. But, um, yeah, a frustrating afternoon in... Was that the really hot game? It was hot. That was was a flat performance. Probably the hottest, pretty close to the hottest I've ever been at, at our stadium. I think that was rough very rough
0: first game back for a lot of the lads that are coming back from covert as well yeah. um no we were missing we five were missing niz and we're Hall still missing five Melon on that day in that as well game. yeah that's right yeah, yeah. a so we number
3: still- of whom were announced that morning so they had taken tests that morning uh, they were in yeah. the squad in the team and took tests and were out of the squad or the night before even yeah can't think it was monty or ken who told me that we could have called the game off um and chose not to because we wanted to keep the continuity that we'd established and we were f- you know we, we wanted to play the game, um, mm-hmm. so I actually thought we represented ourselves really well because every time I looked at their front three, it just frightened me so much. I wanted to run out of the stadium.
0: It was just moments, I think, in the game that, that yeah. cost us at the end. Yeah, it wasn't on the whole. As you say, it was flat, as mm-hmm. as you say, Tice. But yeah, it was just those those little moments there where um, you know Nabu sneaks in at the back stick, and and you know little, maybe a little bit of inexperience from Faz there to let him through. Um, can't remember who scored their second. McLaren got one of them. It was super poaching. <sighs>
1: Um, oh, I'm shocked. Jenkins <laughs> yeah. Got, yeah, I'm shocked it was a tap third. in. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: and we a all scramble. thought it was handball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah, I think I think about 2 minutes into that match you could see that the changes were affecting us. I mean, we Maybe had Ruan yeah. and Storm start and I mean, Storm Storm is is an okay squatty, but he's at the moment based on current form he's not Lewis Miller. He just he doesn't provide the same, you know, attacking outlet. D- kicked the ball out a few times with yeah. no pressure at all. Yeah, But then and he like, did get the assist. Yeah, he did. And then, you know, obviously defensively, Lewis Miller as well is so strong. Like he's just a freak. Mm. And so I think, you know, we obviously missed that. No Den Hall. Ruan comes in. Ruan's just off with the fairies at the moment. It's, it's just I think it's a bit of post-injury mental issues, not sort of trusting himself. And I don't trust him at the moment whenever he starts because we, no, be we just didn't trust himself. No, we just do not look comfortable in, in comparison to what we have when Dan Hall's there at the back, like mm. we saw on the weekend in the cup final, it's night and day. Mm. So like all those changes in that city game just had a huge impact.
3: I think he had also had COVID. And uh, so it's a post COVID things as well. So there's a lot of, you know, I, I was pretty proud of our effort that day to be perfectly honest, because city, they are absolutely Electric, that front three is ridiculous, mm. like seriously. <laughs> Leckie's still garbage though. Well, th- our guys pretty much controlled that mm. um, to the extent that um, they could and and uh, some quality moments were enough for them to get what they came for. But. There was a
0: few one-on-one battles between Lecky and Faz when Leckie was out on that side of the pitch and Faz just dominated him every single time. It's beautiful. I yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, he
1: crunched him, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. McLaren, as well, he
2: crunched.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: McLaren, Tilio, Barrengay, and Naboo are like – four players that are in their front sort of, you know, half. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's that's a tough, really tough to compete against on the day when you lose a couple of our key players. Mm. Most of the squad coming back from COVID, it was a pretty tough ask in that heat as well. And, yeah.
3: There'd only be one of them we could afford. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> the others get paid would more take than up, our team <laughs> that would take up our entire roster
0: Yeah. <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> moving ahead the following week of course we travelled down to Sydney uh, for Kurt Ams against sorry Sydney FC <laughs> uh, against Central Coast Mariners uh, uh, <laughs> that one was a 3-2 defeat unfortunately Ollie Bizanik and uh, Jason Cumdog-Cummings scoring on debut there fellas thoughts
1: another Kurt Ams international incident How how good? Kurt Ames and the Mariners. (laughs) Name a better combination, I'll wait. (laughs) I saw something and it was like, did he have have like a bad night out in Terrigal once or did he get, you know, bloody ripped off in an Uber on the coast once or something like, what is the guy's problem?
2: (laughs) He knew exactly what he was doing overturning that decision because then it meant it needed to be a clear and obvious error that Mm. the guy did touch it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's just a shambles. He's by far the worst ref in the league. And, and then and then he gets awarded by being involved in the cup final.
0: <sighs> like yeah. to, beggar's belief. Mm.
3: Like My nah. only disagreement there would be that I think Stephen Lucas has him cover for the worst ref in the league.
1: I know he's your mate, Mr yes, Lucas. Yes. Yeah. He's
3: runner-up though, Kurt Ams, and yep. uh, in there behind is Sean Evans.
1: The Sydney game was another game for Paul Ruan, and I mean, I uh, don't want to harp on it, but... He just had a nightmare that he, entire day. He looked relieved
2: when the ball would go away. Yeah. We were talking about his body language throughout the course yeah. of the game. He was absent physically and mentally.
1: Yeah, yeah. He just he looked didn't
2: shell shocked. Yeah, didn't even try to shut Kemp's over down for Caceres the second goal.
1: No, yeah, I think he just. I think the body language is still like the biggest thing for me. Yeah. that day because I mean off the ball body language yeah. most. More yeah, so. you know. Like someone like a Storm, who, you know, like I said before, is an okay squad, but he's not like a Lewis Miller. I don't bag on Storm for his effort or, you know, or for his attitude, Mm. but with Ruon, that Sydney game, every time the ball went away, it was like head down, slow start to jog. It was just, yeah, the body language was just horrible. And that was, that was a, hurry up and get off the pitch, that one, for me. That was pretty frustrating.
0: You compare that to Sydney away last season and Ruon was just looking an absolute shadow of himself out there. Mm. I mean, Ruon was, you know, Ruon on Kai, I think, in my opinion, um, with my yellow tinted glasses on, the best centre-back pairing in the league last season.
1: Yep. Yep. Agree. Okay. Yep. Yeah.
0: But yeah, now it's, it's hard to see how he actually gets back into the side.
1: Yeah, and for someone that, you know, there was a few rumours floating around about him sort of getting a move Mm. overseas to maybe I think it was Korea or... Korea was the word on the street, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not going to happen based on current form. No,
0: well, he had his injury that um, I think might have ruled him out of the move temporarily and then had COVID and and yeah now just form is not going to get back into the side over Dan Hall who, you know, we've had the question asked so many times, how does Dan Hall get into the side? Hasn't he seized his opportunity? It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. Dan Hall, baby. It's Dan yeah. Hall time.
3: There's yeah. been too many games, but is, is, if my recollection isn't incorrect, which it probably is, then uh, we were well in this game. And, in fact, when comedog came off, I thought we were going to win the game and they then got the goal that or maybe we were we were level with them and maybe they got the late goal or something like that. But I was pretty satisfied with it. And my, my sort of – what I thought of the game, yeah, Ruin was a bit off his mark. But I was watching Come Dog because everyone else was. And that turn and shoot to hit the inside of the post and score and the other opportunity that he made straight away, that was enough to encourage me about him. The fact that we stayed in that game for a long period of time um, and, um, uh, and I felt <laughs> – can't remember it specifically. Must have had too many beers, but um, but felt like we were it was a positive performance. So I, I felt like maybe they claimed it late. How did tell me where I got it wrong, boys? I'm, i
1: mean I'm I'm pretty accustomed to losing, obviously being around this thing. after the last few years. But that game annoyed me that we lost that. Yeah. Because I feel like I felt like yeah, we, were, yeah, we were we were we were well in it on top. They get, you know, a slight a slightly dodgy penalty Suspen, which
3: yeah. Maybe. You know, like
1: pretty it could go either way. And then the goal that was offside that they apparently looked at one replay, and I don't know. The what's footage going. was blurry. You can't tell for you sure. They, that's they, what they I have mean like, like one, like one, one, one camera that's not exactly what he was doing. Yeah, they this have like the one Bobo camera. goal,
3: isn't it? That was clearly yeah. offside when the guy touched the because ball.
1: Because the linesman flags it, Ams runs over to the linesman, has a chat to him, and goes, No, it's a goal, and now we'll look at it. <laughs> yeah, like, because. Like it, you said. He knows what he's. <laughs> yeah, if he, he doesn't know, what what if he doesn't overrule minute, that decision,
2: decision, VAR has to determine that he definitely didn't touch it, which you yeah. also can't do with that blurry footage.
1: Yeah, yeah. then they have to say There's it's no a way clear to and that obvious. Shitty footage.
0: Mm. Oh, with the with a eighty dollar fucking cameras yeah, that they bought. The from webcams J-Mesh. that they stick Cars up in the back of the stands. Oh, the un,
1: the unmanned bloody camera that when it was on the big screen was bouncing up and down and bopping (laughs) around and shit yeah it's the same
3: we've been conditioned to just accept that this is okay but last year and we you know we there were things about fox we hated but last year we would have been able to to tell from a fox super slow-mo whether or not the spinning of the ball had been changed by the action of that player we Mm. would have known whether or not that ball was touched or not not looking at confusing images about whether or not he did or he didn't touch it or
1: i mean it's an interesting it's an interesting point though is the var Worse off now that Absolutely so far in yep. that the coverage is worse off.
3: Mm. So far but, worse off that it's that it's enough in my mind for it to be taken out because you there really should be a minimum standard for what you angles you have available if you're going to use video as a backup for and your clear referees. footage.
1: Yeah, exactly. At least well, make it clear if you're going to well, have one angle. <laughs> I mean,
3: maybe what they need to do is get in touch with A-League fans and we'll all start up our phones and video the whole game and that way <laughs> they can actually get some angles because at the moment that's that would be an improvement.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a shambles.
2: One thing I want to bring up about that game was comparing to the other two times we played Sydney and absolutely dominated them was um, Amini. Uh, he made a huge difference, I thought, because... I getting on the ball, turning quickly and playing more direct, whereas we're used to Caceres and Retre running side to side and looking around, holding the ball up, slowing down, we'd just block him out. This this time, I mean, he was getting it, turning real quick and playing ball through and... I think if Bahaj wasn't so horrible, we'd oh. have been down by more. <laughs> forgot about Because he should that. have scored those two chances. You yeah. just reminded oh, me about that. True. But yeah, I thought, I mean, he was a big difference for them. And I,
1: yeah, and I think that's what, in comparison, when Niz came on, that's what it actually gave us. We had what yeah. Sydney had for the whole game. As soon as Niz was on, ball straight defeat, spin around, go. Yeah. And that's what we did not have for 65 or 70 minutes without Correct. Niz. Yeah.
0: One thing I wanted to touch on uh, was not just come dog on the ball, but come dog off the ball, his off the ball movement. There was one moment in particular in the first half where he made a diagonal run across, dragged three defenders away, and opened up the space for Marco to have a shot from the edge of the 18, which apparently went out for a goal kick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was 100% to say.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I've never been save. so annoyed at a goal kick in my life. Yeah. <laughs> We he were did, he did that. We were directly behind that and I swear to God Kurt Ams had a good angle for that too. Oh, and he just uh, com- sure he, he just ignored it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh mate. He, had, he yeah. had clear view. Um but yeah, come dog off the ball as well as on the ball. Oh.
1: Yeah, it's good. And nice. I you know, I think once he you know, I think he got used to the head a little bit in that game but once he starts to obviously plan it a bit more, go and train it a bit more. Um I don't know if he's had COVID yet or not. Not sure. Not sure. Hopefully not. Um but I think he'll keep on building his um, fitness and yeah, he'll be he'll be pretty yeah, dangerous. It was, was busy. Mm. Yeah. Yep. He's running a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Work rate good. And we've
0: got a few night games coming up as well. So, yeah, that'll take the heat out of the day for him. And
1: there'll be four people There on Thursday. But yeah.
0: <laughs> Can we
2: move any of the games to Plim Park for him? <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of water on the pitch, please. <laughs> I don't like the ground announcer box there, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast.
3: Hey, Summertime is maybe good. Summertime is maybe shit.
0: Let's. Have a chat about the big one. The FFA Cup final. Melbs away on the Saturday just gone. Fellas, firstly, what a day. What a day out. What an away trip, huh? A, way, a good a day. day. There was
1: so many people there. Amazing. I think by by what three some people some people were booking at two one in the Victory Wellington game the week before and I was like, No. <laughs> No way! I'm paying for a flight at two one with like eight minutes to go, and then three one, and then I think it's still into four one, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, now now I can book. But <laughs> the group chat was just—it was pinging, spam, <laughs> spam for about forty five minutes of every, of you know everyone booking flights and all sorts of stuff. And I think there was on Sunday morning it was like we landed here, we landed in this time, we landed in this time. It was just it was nuts. It was it, it was, was chaos in the group chat. It was like the good old days. I
0: think,
2: I think we had twenty four people in that group chat. Yeah, yeah, in the organized. Melbourne in the Melbourne organisation yeah, group. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, that was good, and that's that's what uh, so many people said to me in the in in one of the pregame pubs, um, <laughs> the official pregame pub at Beer Deluxe. there. So many people saying it feels like the old days again, and it really did.
1: Yeah, it I, was a good vibe. I even had an airport beer. <laughs> Ooh, I paid sixteen dollars for it. <laughs> was that on the way or what on the way back? Actually, it was at the Beer Deluxe at Sydney Airport. Why didn't you use Oof. a lounge?
0: You've got lounge access. Don't you? No,
1: I don't, because I'm a pleb. Oh. And I flew on Death Star on the way there. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> so can't.
0: what do you mean you don't have status on this airline?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so $16 for an airport bid, $9 for a can on the plane. Oof. Um and then yeah, I think a few of you guys got there earlier. Pete and twice got there pretty early. Moz got there after me. Um so yeah, we I was the last man. Yeah. The keeper
4: arrived. We got, yeah. the hotel, <laughs> we got to the hotel,
1: we got to the hotel like 3:30 and then dumped our stuff and pretty much went straight, straight to out. Delights. So yeah. yeah. Um yeah, very good night, afternoon. Had by all, despite the result. And yeah. Yeah, it was full credit to the club for the pre-game and the post-game. It was really good. Seen some yeah, of the players. Oh well, out needs to go good. to yeah. um, on to six days' Sean. notice. Yeah. Six days' notice, mind you, to get yeah. that sort of organisation was yeah. Oh, tops. Incredible. That yeah. many
2: fans as well to sort that out. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't shout, cheap. Huge shout out to it the would have been a few hundred bucks so. each of us. Yeah. Yeah. To pay for the flights and accommodation, and yeah. you think of getting to the airport 80, 90 dollars to park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh mean, another $30 to get from Melbourne Airport. It all starts adding up.
0: Yeah, yeah. A no, huge shout-out. I mean, we would have had, you know, f- close to 500 people down there, we were saying before. And, yeah, um, yeah shout-out to everyone that went down there. few specific shout-outs, Sean, of course, um, and Gabby Bowles for their organisation, Ian as well, um, Bell Millard, um, Brooke Evans. Oh, geez, there's so many. Dan Challoner for organising the live site back on the coast. Michael Dovey as well, um, for for helping out DMC, Um, and Mark Fazio from Made as well for organising some of the post game celebrations there as well. Um, Huge turnout from everyone pre game, um, during the game, and the post game at the stadium as well. We had a legit march
1: to a stadium. It was weird.
0: Yeah, that was (laughs) (laughs) and it was good. Yeah,
1: in spite of breaking the drums, it was very fast. I wasn't sure if I was got really unfit or something. Yeah, it was flying. It was (laughs) going (laughs) really (laughs) quickly. (laughs) It was power walking. It was on the moon. Just wanted
0: to get there. I was thirsty. Sweating buckets by the time I got to the stadium, but
1: <laughs> yeah, it was actually a bit warm. That after that walk, I was like, oh, that was going to be a little bit warmer than what I thought it was. But mm-hmm. it was good to have that many that many people together. wasn't Haven't seen obviously not near the numbers like that, but haven't seen it like that since the Wanderers Grand Final. Yeah, um, yep. interstate as well. Um, yeah,
3: and there's just this feeling there amongst the fans that hasn't been there until the last year or so. That is this optimism. This kind of I'm not going to say the H O the P- <laughs> word but, but people think there's something there now We're sort of starting to be engaged The club's responding to that With some really good stuff to, you know, drag us in So Would you say fantastic. the
1: age of mediocrity is over?
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mike Shout out Mike Mulvey um, <laughs> I'm just going to let that one go through the keeper yeah. yes. Do we have to actually
0: yes. talk about the game? Because talking about the pre-game is so much fun I know there's plenty of talking points about the game. Yeah, uh, let's dive into it. Of course, um, it did finish Melbourne victory to Central Coast Mariners 1. No. It did. Yeah. The cup dream was over. It finally came to an end in the grand final. Um, but, um, you know, it did take them quite a while to break us down.
1: It was very, like, the first half was very cup final-ish. Mm. Pretty, pretty cagey. Cagey, yeah few half chances to either side, pretty sloppy. If you lose passes, it was, it was, it felt pretty typical.
0: The longer it stayed at nil all, the more confident I got.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We just, we, we just never looked likely in that final third. Yeah. No. That's, that's really the crux of it. If it, were, you know, I think our, our back four had a really good game. Um, Farrell played really well. Uh, obviously, Kai coming straight back in from Socceroos. Judy played really well, man of the match. Yep, mm. Dan Hall, immense, know, bloody Hall Bay, um, and Lewis Miller as well. You know, I thought it was good. If it if it wasn't for the back four and how they played, they it may have been a little bit of a different story in the first half. Mm. Um, but when we did have have the odd chance to go forward, we just did not capitalise. No,
2: I think uh, the gamble starting Muller was a little bit of a mistake. Mm. I'm not sure if he
1: earned that start, not
2: because he's a bad player or anything, but he hasn't started any other games this season so far. Yeah. what's He had COVID late. What's he made, two appearances off the bench in the league? Two or three? uh, If that. Two. I want to say two. Yeah. I thought Cy and Benny earned that start a bit more than him and probably would have been done a bit better. Once Benny got on, we saw a lot more ball, go, lot more ball going out there, getting in behind and stuff like that. Um, and in defensively, they
1: just got around him too easily. Yeah, mm. yeah. He, he's he just, you know, I'd I'd love to ask Monty the question and just get his thoughts on it. Whether it was it was how they trained, it was if. Benny and Cy are not fully recovered from COVID. Was I don't a know
3: big game experience. Experience, thing? yeah, was the only thing I could really come not up not with. Not sure, it seemed left field.
1: Yeah, and it's yeah. the experience. Is, the experience thing doesn't really make much sense to me because we've got other inexperienced players out there. Yeah, we had Steele starting, <laughs> Farrell starting, yeah. Yeah, Miller yeah. starting. Like. Yeah.
3: So maybe it was just the balance of that, but to some extent it felt like going away from the formula that got us where we had gotten to. And, and yeah, exactly. I mean, me, you
1: know, from from what we've seen, from what we've seen from Benny so far, you know, he's had he had that sort of injury. Um I think he's been really dangerous going forward. He works really hard, he gets back, he helps out your defense. We didn't really see either of that from Muller. No, I, I don't think I think the um
2: the for, I know that's the formation we always played and we just said we should've stuck with the winning formula, but I think that got us a little bit undone with them having three in the midfield. The higher wingers meant they could press Miller and Farrell really hard, which put a lot of pressure on them playing out and then the ball would go into the middle to Ollie and Harry, who are usually very good on the ball, but they had three on them. And it wasn't until Cy got in there, played at ten, we had three in the middle and then we started getting ball through the middle mm. because it was, you know, three V three. And then we started seeing a lot more ball getting pushed out to the wing and we started getting on top of them a little bit, I think. Yeah. And we end. and
3: we held the ball. That was what I felt was the hardest thing. Everything was such a rush, and it was two passes, and then we were losing the ball. Whereas once Benny was out there, notwithstanding the fact that he had the greatest moment in the game and blew it, then he don't talk about it. When when he had the ball, then and it's it's something in his game. And yeah, he's gangly and he's got he's he's got his own sort of style. But he holds onto the ball style, and he dribbles. We it. <laughs> well, maybe yeah, <laughs> style might be the wrong word. But he but he dribbles and he he keeps the ball. And it allows us to move forward, get better position, change shape, and uh, I think that that really was important. I don't think I don't really know what Muller brought to the game. Um, I just saw what
1: he well didn't nothing because to if, the game. If you didn't watch closely in the first half, you wouldn't even know that no, he was out
3: there. No, and so I just yeah. But you know that's these are the thing that the gambles that you probably take as a coach in big games, I suppose. So that one didn't pay off.
0: Just yeah. had a quick look at the stats there. Actually, Muller's passing success rate was not pretty. 64%.
2: Yuck. L- yeah, less than ideal.
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah, I know. I
2: know Muresh didn't touch the ball much either. I think that was mostly due to the services he was giving because you we Urenia hardly touched it as well. But having him on when we had Sy si in there and we started knocking the ball around in those tight passes, that was the time to have Maresh around. Yeah. And yeah. when We'd he's got that flair and he can beat players and things, that not chasing down long balls when Spiranovic was just winning at his winning headers it's all game long.
3: Yeah. It seemed like that was our approach, was yeah. to send it long to Muresh and play was, off him. I don't think it was by choice. I think didn't. it
2: was the pressure that they put on. Because the players, they had Falami, Rojas and D'Agostino up top. Yeah. They could run all they wanted because they go, oh, damn, they're tired. Let's just bring on Economides and Majora. Yeah. <laughs> it's,
1: <Interesting. laughs> it's, it's a little bit unfair. <laughs> it's, it's even something that we've been trying to do all season, and we still did it a couple of times in this game, was like, try and play out from the back and we did it well but then those times when they put us under pressure we just completely panicked yeah they they monstered us in the yeah. middle i think and yeah it was it was you know i think the second half and you know at the end of the day they win off two screamers
4: mm. yeah i the mean free,
1: you know the free kick from davidson if it want to be super technical it was a dive from our house let's just get that out there but <laughs> um it is what it is most other players will probably do that I would expect our players to go down there and yeah, win that free yeah, kick so. yeah. not much um, contact but enough yeah it was you know it was a, it, w- it was a good free kick but probably Giddy would probably look back on that and think you know the wall was maybe not in the best spot they had two players on the edge of the wall as well also blocking his view which like you said you said before Ty so I didn't think you could do that anymore but maybe they weren't right in the wall view, but they were it? they were they were sort of pretty close and I think they sort of impeded him as well. Um, you know, so they went off that and then they like stupidly that quick free kick for the second goal mm. prior to their second goal from us. What was that? That was that, <laughs> that, was, that mm. was rough. That was dumb. Game in the balance and just get it in the box. Put it in the mix up. We go yeah. short. I think there was what ninety
0: fourth minute. Not yeah, ninety fourth yeah, So there's no, what 95th, two minutes to yeah. go. Yeah.
2: Put it in the box. Like we almost yeah. got a penalty out of one of those earlier with yeah. Farrell
0: getting and dragged down.
1: Sia was on which the was pitch very too. Very quickly dismissed. Mm-hmm. Give Sia the set piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: we already like, we'd, we'd already sent the centre backs off for that as well, hadn't? Yeah, we? yeah, and yeah. we play it short and
1: yeah, yeah. And I mean, I know. you know, the ball from Madiota over to um, Economides. Wow, inch perfect, mm-hmm. and then Economides one wow. touch. That's a freak goal. That's uh, incredible.
2: There's one view and it looked like Birgitti almost gets a hand to it, but it swerves around his hand and then back in again. He hits it so hard. (laughs) And it's not spinning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He had no chance. Yeah, that's, that's the quality that you got. That, that you get when you pay that kind of money yeah and no. meanwhile
3: we seem to have adapted a game in this that kept Marco out of it until Benny and I si came on and and he was our key weapon so to me we eliminated our key weapon from the game struggled a bit in the midfield with the numbers there and also a little bit with quality because uh, this was not Harrison Steele's best game he he made a, a number of late tackles was lucky not to be yellow carded earlier than he was
1: not used to being under that sort of exactly. pressure in the midfield because ah. as Tyson and said, God, he's got a lot space. Outnumbered
3: yeah. in there, and um, and yeah, so it was it was uh, it was tough. So I think um, I think Dan could easily have won the uh, Kyroll's, uh prize. Just I did, gonna yeah, I did want to touch on that because there was something I was going to
0: mention earlier. Um, winning a hundred percent, ten out of ten of his duels on the day. Um, right. And uh, just shy of eighty five percent passing accuracy as well.
3: And they talked a bit about him in the coverage and about how good he'd been. And I, I felt he had been as well. But I, I'm not having a crack at Kai here because I thought he was incredible. Oh, that's great. But yeah. but so was Dan. So he could easily excuse
1: me. Hit. Ten out of ten jewels for a fullback, winning <laughs> centre back. Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> The reason why we hype him up, yeah, (laughs) it's not just because he's good looking, which he is. That jawline, the the jawline of a god, the the hair, the smile, everything, (laughs) just everything. everything. (laughs) The personality. What a guy! And so you
3: can't you can't tell um, in those moments in the game, the game changes, etc. But when Maxi Ballard came on, then he looked more quality than Harrison still, because Harrison had struggled with those numbers. But I think it was also that we changed shape and players at that time. Didn't
2: change shape, and I was also just going to point out that. Our fitness looked far better than theirs. Late in the game, I saw there was a moment where the ball went out, and about four or five of their players were hands on knees, slow. And we looked fine. I reckon if that game was going another ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes or so, we could have got all over them. Uh. So that might have been another thing. When Ballard gets on, it's a little bit more tired. But he did look pretty good. I thought Ballard was turning,
1: yep. forward a fair bit. He does that in the midfield, though, doesn't he, Maxi? That was one thing that mean mm. you sort of point out the whole move his body one way and the ball's coming across yep, him he always shimmy. beats yep. the midfielder yep it's perfect yeah, he's done it all the way through the academy yeah. as well yeah <laughs> yeah. and coming on late in the game like that it's it makes a big sort of a difference and yeah I think that's what makes that late free kick and even more frustrating because mm-hmm. like we score the late consolation when they should not have got that bloody second the goal second, yeah. that just should not have happened but I mean you know it's a cup final it's the first time a lot of those sort of players have been in a big game like that in that atmosphere which is like another point but um, and you know I think somebody pointed out as well that it's it's probably the first time our boys have played in an atmosphere where they couldn't hear the communication verbally Mm. so there was a lot of that sort of you know you just had to understand what was going to happen because there was no way you could hear people talking on the field. Yeah. Oh, that's it, yeah. Credit even to the North End. Yeah. That, yeah. that atmosphere, that, that atmosphere, that atmosphere was, was, was yeah. insane. 15,000 sounded like bloody 30,000. Yeah. I mean... About time they made it back, though. Yeah. The North End. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Did say they, that really they, <laughs> they really were oh, back. They really were back. Oh, they've come back like, with a vengeance. Yeah. yeah. Back in a big way. I mean, it was packed up the top. It yeah. was oh, all the way yeah. through, yeah. And I mean... Sydney and the Wanderers can crap on about how they have the best fans in the league, but that you don't. Say, uh, uh, <laughs> you not don't. even close. When to that, that North End is in full swing, mm. it's yeah, it's nuts. And I, and obviously it was annoying, but the celebration for the second goal mm. <laughs> just well. From our end, there was just hundreds of people on the pitch. Yeah, and that subsequently was like proper, ambulances. Of yeah, course. someone someone yeah, actually got a stretcher. hurt. Stretcher. Yeah, someone actually. I think that I think he might have. Le- he either got hurt in the crush or landed like underneath the advertising. Stuff that they knocked over. But yeah,
3: That's what it looked like that somebody had gone down, then the fence had come down on top of them when the security stopped them from going any further. Yeah. Cop the rest and of them in the back.
1: You know, there'll be a lot of people that don't like that, but that's what football love in this country needs. Yep. Looks to mad. get to get more <laughs> to get <laughs> more scenes. Well, not, the bit,
3: not the hurdy bit, but the rest was cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> limbs. Yeah. Uh Ollie's
0: goal. Took a well. Cheeky. Yeah.
1: Yeah. At live. I'd had about eleven beers at this point, but <laughs> I, I thought it was like a miss hit. But then I watched the replay and I was like, "Oh, that was he actually very good." That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he met that one hundred percent, absolutely, one hundred percent.
2: Nice little run from Koal there too. I was about to Garin, say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah made that Kuala. did me. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yep. yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought most of our subs looked good when they come on. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think Monty might lose a bit of sleep over the whole starting Muller thing.
4: Hmm.
3: So how would we have gone though if it had been one all after X number of minutes when um, Broxham takes out Farrell?
1: Want
0: to mention the uh, the Faz Pen No Pen, mm.
3: Mm. absolute pen for me. I've watched it at least 50 times now. It's an absolute pen every time. Looked like a pen at the beginning, every angle I've looked at looked like a pen. Um, if Rojas uh gets a free kick for that, it's mm. a pen every mm. day, no mm.
2: doubt. Yeah, the look looks like the ball's going to land right at Farrell's head. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: bottle it for me, absolutely. Yeah, and the ref on the byline instead of the VAR that they had was two metres away. Two yeah. metres away.
3: So close. And right in line. Yeah. Like right in line. Goose. Ref's caught, ball watching there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh there was a God. bit of conjecture about um, injury time, but I measured that we only lost a minute and I thought that was, um, you know, we, lo- we lose everything. So losing a minute <laughs> out of seven minutes, that's, that's negligible. That's fair. <laughs> only that's a minute fair. was wasted. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, it was so. It's the first time we've played Melbourne because of obviously the topsy turvy, you know, rules are made up and the draw doesn't matter. <laughs> so, and I think that probably probably showed where we're at. And it's it's not a like I said on Twitter. It's not a trying to be too sort of like salty about it. But you know, victory obviously had a had a really bad year. They get the spoon. They go here's a big pile of bunny. Go and recruit. And then, then they go and get Tony Popovich. They get Jason Guerrier, Josh Ballante, Jason Davidson, Smiranovic, Economides, Brendan Hamill, the three foreigners, and Diego Agostino. We get... A couple of untested. I'd take any one of those players. (laughs) That's like that's our whole salary cap right there.
0: Oh, and more.
1: Yeah, and you know, there's lots of examples when clubs throw money at big players or whatever, and they don't go well. So it's not a case of just throwing money at the problem. And there, they've obviously been smart. They've got a really good coach. They recruited well where they had to, but we just don't have that option Mm. ever at this point. Right. And
3: sometimes in the big moments, that's going to count because even if it literally Birris, did, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, <laughs> it was the two moments that won them the game. Even yeah. if Beerus takes the step in the wrong direction, Davidson still has to put that in the top corner like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the pass was superb, mm. but the, but the finish was the finish better than the pass, or was the pass better than the finish? I don't know. I don't it know. They were close. both absolutely cracking. Yes. And and we just <laughs> didn't have that.
1: Yeah. So I mean, you know, yeah. when you look at when you look at the difference in the squads. Difference in the spend, how they recruited from last season to this season, what we did after we won the spoon, we staged for the first season, which wasn't necessarily his fault, I would say, mm. um, and then how we recruited at the start of last season. You compare that to how, what Melbourne Victory did; it's night and day. Mm, like mm. so, for Monty to you know compete with them for that long, and for the boys to compete with them for that long, with a lot of kids in their first, you know, sort yeah. of really big game, um, you know, I think that's. Big credit to Monty and the players. So can't forget how inexperienced Monty is either. Like yeah, exactly. this is his f- Stach
2: came with you know mater- I don't. Know, w- women's football's different, but he was coaching national team. Yeah, and Monty's first Monty's really come big dance. Monty's from youth. Yeah, so this he's done. He's doing games? really well, he and he, do- he he doesn't often look out of his depth. No. Maybe no. that game he, he got out coached. Maybe but out-coached but out-coached I think bit, yeah. every other game he's looked on par with his opposition and
0: he'll, yeah. he'll learn from that as well he'll mm. learn from that from that experience you know going up someone who is so shrewd like Popper is you know Popper's got his style and as you say I think maybe he was outcoached a little bit on the day mm. but he'll learn from it he'll go away back to the drawing board and we go again next week
2: now he's got a cum dog
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah so I mean obviously disappointing result but also after the game the post game thing was really good yeah all the boys came brilliant We were on the second tier of Amy Park, which I I had like in my head we were going to be inside in some sort of a room or whatever, but it was pretty much the entire second tier of Amy Park really cordoned off with a bar open and food being brought around to us and stuff. Mm. So full credit to the club for putting that on. and We were just sitting in the seats in the grandstand until midnight at Amy Park, Mm. you know, kind of wallowing you know, sort of in the loss but and the result. But also just but
0: appreciating the day as a whole. Yeah, I was yeah. like there's
1: worse places to be at midnight than sitting in the second tier of Amy Park, probably the best, you know, football stadium in the country, just hanging out with your mates. So a good night despite the result.
3: We weren't appreciating the Victory fans being in that room that you're talking about on the other side of the stadium celebrating their moment while could, we... Could see that, washed yeah. ...watched <laughs> from outside. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. Less appreciated, but... <laughs> <laughs> but now, fantastic moments they were, and um, and it was good to see though that the you know I felt that um, uh, Monty was was quite positive about what we delivered down there. Like I, no one had their heads down, and I think that's a really important thing. They're straight into moving on, and that's what we need right now. So um, yeah, I, I liked everything about it to be honest.
1: And there's no time to not move on with you know the rest of the month. So there's it's no,
3: no time for anything because all we do is football. Every three days it's football, <laughs> <Pretty mate>. crazy <laughs> When's yeah. the next one? Tomorrow. <laughs> It's pretty mental. Day after. All right. Fellas,
0: three, two, ones. Uh,
1: three for Hall. I feel like our backline's about to get a lot of love. <laughs> uh, two for Kai and one for Farrell. Twice. Kai rolls, Dan Hall. <laughs> Farrell. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Just for something different. <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong. Kai rolls, oh. Dan and Maresh. Okay, that's fair. Just sticking that out there.
0: I'll allow it. You'll allow that?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm, interesting.
3: Mm. Just for the one. Well, Dan Hall. <laughs> Kyrolls. <Kai> <laughs> Come, dog. His performance after the game was just, just for the, for the post, post game. game. <laughs> that, that's fair. His, his first point in the, he was on the screen season. in the stand. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. I, <saw, laughs> I saw that. That was funny.
0: No, in all seriousness, um, yeah, Faz. Faz for the one point for me. Absolutely.
1: I mean, I'm down to give him the one point. Like, <laughs> I feel like a black sheep now.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, no, come dog celebrity point.
1: Yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast.
1: Look at this. Look at this. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look
0: at it. Look at it. Yes, ahead of an action-packed upcoming February uh, for the Mariners, we have, geez, one, two, three, four, five, six games in the space of
1: like... How much football is on this month? 16 days. Yes,
0: yes, very much so. Starting this Thursday as we play host to uh, the Bulls. That lot from down the road, that other lot from down the road. That's, um,
1: no, the other one. Yeah, <laughs> How many of
0: them are there? <laughs> the ones that shouldn't exist uh, by all rights. <laughs> Fellas, how are we looking ahead of this one, do you think?
1: Well, I don't know how MacArthur just aren't walking the league with the squad that they have. Um, but they have a weird coach, <laughs> so I'm just going to put it down to that.
2: <laughs> They've got Noon Simple. Noon at wing back.
0: Yeah. I was, they've got some weird, say, things a
1: going a weird on formation. There. Yeah. yeah.
2: And they've got a few similar players with like Da Silva and Davila. De Davila, De they're very similar players. Mm. Not much balance, I don't think. And I don't know, maybe they don't have much ticker.
1: Yeah. It's just sort of, I don't know what it is I, about them, but it's 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 not clicking like it should on paper.
2: I they think they keep getting sneaky results, though, yeah. like against us. Yeah. Yeah, one one shot on target, I think, one shot on goal. Yeah, yeah. All game they beat us. Yeah, yeah. But, um, um, I think I don't think we'll make the same mistake this time. Mm.
1: Agree. They should have won their last game against Western. Was that the last game? Or was there another one after? That? I can't remember. But oh, it's all over the shop. Western, no, they West, just didn't. Western, they, just get, they got rolled by um,
2: Wellington. Stereo that's right. Double. They did
1: too. Yeah. So Western scored two goals late in that game that Macarthur should have won because they were up two nil, and then yeah, yeah, you're right. They got rolled by Wellington. When was that? Sunday. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it was over the weekend. <laughs> it's so yeah. hard to keep up. I literally don't know what fucking day it is. Um, yeah, they got robbed by Wellington pretty I mean, pretty comfortably. I mean, I like our chances. I like our chances. Yeah, me too. Mm,
0: yeah. Another one, another game that I think Monty would have taken some, some experience from, um, the original clash down there at Penrith against them. I think he's going to be much better for that one there, and I think we'll get the jobs done this Thursday.
1: Yeah. I mean, this, this month is pretty like – Pretty season, season defining. It feels like there's so We've many got games, six games in the space of sixteen days. So many games. So um, many games. yeah,
0: yeah. Score prediction, Luke.
2: Um, two one. Two nil.
3: Come dog one. Oof. Two nil. Makes that goose who used to play for us, who plays in their back four, who's really tall, look like a dick. That's it. That's my prediction. <laughs> Which
2: one? Who's <laughs> cock? Who's cock? Who's cock? That's fair. I'm backing
0: come dog to school. Oh, yeah, yes. I'm backing him in. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah I'm We'll feeling- see
3: your ooze cock and we'll raise you a come dog. <laughs> 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 Not sure if that's for public consumption. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's good. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. Um, three, one, I'm backing us in. Come dog at the double. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Fancy okay. a brace on his home debut. Yeah. don't mind that.
3: Imagine his post-match interview. If he does that.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 He'll be running it <laughs> better than, um, uh, yeah. Could, it has potential to be better than quals. Um, first ever post-match interview. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. actually that loves us all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, followed very closely after that on the 13th, as we host, uh, Perth glory, um, I'm not sure if they're Perth Glory anymore. They're not too sure on where their whereabouts are these days. Not Perth sure they're they're Glory anymore, are they? I <laughs> <laughs> got him. <them. laughs> um, yeah, it could be a struggle for them. They're going to have to be based over here for the foreseeable future. Of course, Will storage play? Will Sturridge play? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Sturridge? <laughs> oh, <yeah>. who? <laughs>
1: well, they've they've just had two two games cancelled. Was it one against the Jets? They got canned, and there was another one, I think, because of more COVID cases in their camp. So, it depends if I mean. At this stage, at like at this stage, the game is on. Mm. But <laughs> who knows? Who knows what's going on? No. It's yeah. And I mean, obviously, we haven't played them this yet. Mm. Um, you know, they've 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 had a couple of good results. They have that one good result against Melbourne, victory. When I think I think to be fair, we we probably caught victory when they're like, you know, a bit sort of further up the uh, incline, at sort of going under um, Popovich. Mm. You know, Perth caught them out. I think they won three one away in Melbourne from memory. So they've had a couple of good little results in there, but they you know, they've been super affected by what's, you know, sort of been happening. So I would be pretty confident that we should get the chocolates. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. Confident in the win.
1: Yeah.
0: Shall we have a score prediction? I was about to say, one? you can ask
1: me for a score prediction. I've got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Mariner's dub. Mariner's dub. Uh, I'll go one nil. Simple. Yeah. One nil.
3: Yeah, I can't see it being high scoring, but I'm going to go 1-0 and none to Sturridge.
0: <laughs> I don't even want to predict a score for this one. I just want to predict Mariners' dub. Yeah. All right, 1-0, fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Next Wednesday, we are scheduled to travel down to Combank Stadium uh, to take on the Western Sydney Wanderers. Uh, of course, see ccmariners.com.au for all the away day options Travel details for that one. There, uh, not sure if we'll manage to get a pot in before this one. We might have to do one after that game next week. Uh, so, a quick prediction on that one, Mariners dub. Would
1: yes, uh, but <laughs> I would also like to shout out your prediction of Carl Robinson getting the sack by round, round twelve. Twelve. Yes, you oh. were exactly on, on the money. On the money.
0: Yes, plays round twelve, gets sacked the next day.
1: so <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what a shambles that was under him. I don't know how it took them so long, but. Rudin, Rudin in. Interesting times. Uh, yeah, weird.
2: Mm. weird.
0: Will, he,
1: will he change much? I I don't know. Just look
2: at the way they play. and they, they got Rodwell in there and he hardly touches the ball from what I can see. Maybe stats will prove me wrong, but he doesn't seem like he's impacting the game as much as he should. Yeah. Sure, Surely. Looks class on it, on the mm, ball. Mm. Yeah. But I don't know if he's really pulling the strings enough and Antonis is a shade of what he was when he was last in the league. Yeah. Trados looks well <laughs> unfit. <laughs> I was going to say, is he He's underdone ma- or overdone? I'm not him, sure. Him and Hooper. <laughs> He's,
0: well right? He's well yeah. overcooked. He's well overcooked.
1: And he also looks like he doesn't want to be there as well. Yeah. Don't He's follow the Gary Hooper diet. Been in the oven for way too long. <laughs> um, but, I mean, first game in, Rudin makes a big change and starts our good friend Ziggy. <laughs> they get the win, mm. but then does the same thing next game and then they lose. So it's not. it's not a... It's not a simple fix. Whatever Robinson had ingrained into that bloody team, it's not a simple fix at all. So it's, it's I don't know, it's, it's a weird one for me. Because again, they're, they're, their squad's not as good on paper as what MacArthur is. But you look at it and you go, you know, like you said, Robwell, Antonis, you know, Petrodos, who is, you know, he's a decent footballer, you know, when he's good, when he's fit. Um you look across their squad and you go you know they got obviously they got um, hammered up top you know he hasn't looked like sort of getting anything close to what he was at Wellington not at all so again the players are there but he's, he's you know again under Robinson having this weird sort of a formation they got bloody 53 players in midfield no one knows what they're doing so it's going to take a while for Rudin to knock that out of them so hopefully by the time we get down there they've still got a bit of that Carl Robinson hanging around
3: I reckon they've got a few, I might be wrong too, but I reckon they've got a few too many similar players and um, certainly similar in their idea of how they might influence the game. So you've got about six players who think they're the ones who are going to control the game or influence the game out there. Some of them come on for 10-minute cameos like Petratus. Um I reckon that what's going to fix them is recruitment. So that's a long way away. Mm. <laughs> um, so I,
2: I don't get the coach thing with the interim coach like it's not like if, if he's the interim coach he can't really pull any make any big decisions which is clearly needed there mm. um, and I, yeah it just doesn't make any sense to me at all really I would have thought get Van Egmont in For the they just the got in there just let him run things as they are and take your time picking someone new mm. and let them just start like looking and start making decisions but bringing in Rudin as interim is a bit strange. I thought
3: mm. almost like just stop us from losing and looking bad this season, and we'll figure out what to do later.
2: Perhaps, yeah, it seems a bit odd. I'm, I'm for some reason, I'm a little bit nervous about that game. Mm. I well, think just because a recording is pretty
1: average. Isn't it?
2: Yeah, and playing down there, just we're easily capable of beating them. Um, but I don't know, just bad feeling about that one. A lot of, lot of games congested and
0: mm-hmm that's right smack bang in the middle of them as well mm. um of course after that uh we head down to melbourne once again to beat the vuck uh before taking on melbourne city three days later on the 22nd and then across to adelaide on the 26th i know quite a few of us are doing either melbourne away or adelaide away or both of them um what about all three? Oh, poor less stress <laughs> <laughs> uh yes he's uh Yes, is is the answer. Is the answer, yeah. Yeah.
1: We, and I mean you, Pete, have had that Melbourne trip and the Adelaide trip booked for a while. (laughs) Yep. Then the cup game got thrown in, so we obviously went down for that. Now we're going back down for this game, and then they threw in the Melbourne City game on the Tuesday.
0: The City game's thrown a real spanner in the works for my road trip, but, uh, you know, for my non-refundable accommodation
1: (laughs) along the way to Adelaide. But, hey-ho.
0: Pains and suffering,
1: yeah. But now we get three for the price. No, yeah, three for the price of two. Yeah. Three birds, two stone.
2: Yeah, something like that. Something like that.
1: (laughs) Someone check the maths on that one. But I mean, that's that's going to be another really big test against Melbourne to see what we learned from the cup final. Mm. Mm. So redemption story. I wonder if Muller will
3: start. (laughs) Mm.
2: Just putting it out there. Too soon, (laughs) Momo.
0: Too soon. You said it's too soon, but it's way too soon. So you joke, but he's going to have to start. Yeah, one or two of those games. There's yeah. gonna be some heavy squad rotation. Six yes. games in sixteen days.
3: I agree, <laughs> but I don't know well, maybe then the issue will be making sure that we position him better than we did because he was effectively part of the midfield. It was almost like a a Rangneck four two two two, two to be honest, with two wide players and Muller was one of them and Niz was the other and uh, yuck. Can we not talk about Man anyway. united? <laughs>
2: <Sorry>. <laughs>
3: I not, never said anything bad, <laughs> which is unusual actually. But right. anyway, like, actually, sure. I'm,
2: I'm like after seeing that game, I'm wondering where Moore fits into this. Does Monty mm-hmm. have to come up with a plan B formation? And well, mate, is have him at what ten, 10 s- in behind already? Yeah. what
1: what do you see in Muller as? Is is he a number ten? And if that's the case, we don't, like we don't we don't really 10. play with a number ten.
2: No, not at the moment. No.
0: So
1: is I, it is it a case of yeah? When he starts, we play with a number ten.
0: But can can Ureña play as a as a sole striker? I don't think he can. No, probably we, we're not. We need to play two up He's top. He's good on the ball as So well. is this like great. playing? He, he, drop, he
3: loves dropping deep. So so is this Renya gets a break and we play with Cumdog and uh, Muller possibly yeah, very possibly 4-3-3. Three, three? Because I can't see him as a winger. But after that, I love
2: Nizzi at that right midfield, a little bit tucked in, a little bit higher up than the, the mm. base two, mm. He seems so effective there. I know a lot of people want to see him in the middle and think he's going to get more ball, but I think the freedom that he gets a little, sitting a little bit higher up yeah. mm. and it makes him more connected with the front players so we can get up to him. He links up with him and puts balls through. I think uh, uh, we'd quicker. lose that if we changed to a 4-3-3. Three, three, three. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I, think, I don't think a 4-3-3 so works. Three, three I don't, know, works, but I don't know how it's going to yeah. happen. But
0: It's hard to fit them all in.
1: Because if you do 4-3-3, three, three, then you're like, well – You put Muller at number 10, but then you lose your defensiveness. Then you start Buzanek and Steele sort of next to Muller. And then up top you have, you know, Marco in the middle and then Niz and Benny on the left as your front three. But it it doesn't really work.
0: Mm. 4-3-2-1 with two 10s and one up top.
2: The good thing
3: is we've got a few players
2: up there. Pretty good quality players
0: Yeah,
3: Now we have, yeah I, I guess what we haven't seen is Muller as a potential nine So, I, I, I don't know I, I doubt it Based on what I've seen of him trying to play as a winger um, <laughs> But, yeah, maybe that's the do nine one. type yeah.
2: thing But maybe it only be if Irina needs a need rest Yeah I don't, th- I don't. Especially I don't, I don't, if run, Irina run, run, you run, yeah. runs a lot Yeah, yeah you got a calm dog as
1: well It's not going to happen I don't think you can play Muller Bit in of a, a position Where he has to do any defensive work no, and that's mm, where nah. we went wrong on from from what we saw on the weekend that's what yeah. really killed us.
3: Mm. Yeah.
1: So the formation if we if we stick to the, yeah, I think you're right Tyce if we stick to the current formation where he fits in is really tricky.
2: I'll tell you what though when he came off the bench against Wanderers he was exactly what we needed he because was, yeah. we were starting they'll they'll get on top of us a little bit and we're turning over the ball a lot but when he came on he was holding it up and then allowing the other players to get up and had put pressure on them that they had to drop back. So, bring him on late in the game. I don't know. He's too high profile for that. I, I, I don't know, but that could be his role. Would coming he on late, right coming on late when we're up, when we're winning and closing games out? Closing games out because yeah. he's got the experience, he's got the touch and the yeah. passing for that.
1: Mm. Like, yeah, if, if we're going to, yeah, if we're up late on, then we go to a one up top, bring Ruller on and just have him sit in behind and try and hold Seconds up the ball and try and control hole. it. Yeah. can't imagine he likes that, but. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, him comes first. You know, really? for more reports, yep. he came here for game time, but <laughs> for, you know, for the players that we have, him for him as a number yeah. ten doesn't work. Mm-hmm.
3: Do you think he played up top in that game though, and and that's why the hold up play? The wonder is going. Yeah, I think yeah. he a second striker. Yeah, I think he a second striker. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's there, but to me, the presence of come Dog coming along has changed the dynamic there a lot.
1: Mm. It's a tough yeah. one.
3: So. But I'd pick Cum Dog any day from what I've seen so far. Yep. Absolutely. Interesting
0: times over the next three weeks to see how it all plays out. <laughs> It is that time of the week where we answer your questions. And, of course, thank you all so much for all the submissions across all the various social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the ccmfans.net forum. Kicking things off this week with Dave Bloom. He is back. He is done with the Would You Rather Say So 2021, he says. Dave Bloom this week is moving on to boink." marry or cut from the squad uh, you all know the rules you have to pick one to boink one to marry and one to cut from the squad I hate this so much uh, Dave <laughs> believe me hasn't he limited us to three uh, well your three options well that's 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 the rules you've got to pick one to boink one to marry and one to cut so you pick he's picked three players and we've got to pick what we do with each of these players the three players this week come dog the goat Matty Simon and Dan Hall boink marry cut
1: Boise I mean, you can't not boink Hall, surely.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you can't not marry him.
1: It's a tough one. It's so tough. <laughs>
0: I'm
3: stuck on Cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cut. I'm, I'm going okay with Boink and Marry. but yeah. Yeah, Cut's a bit unfair with those three. <laughs> it
1: is. <laughs> boink has to be Hallie. Um, mm. Mary has to be the cum dog. I'm sorry, Simo. Simo's getting cut. But Ugh. I mean, can you imagine the married life to cum dog? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> why? <laughs> be mental. Actually, that's a good point. What a life that would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: That's why he's my boink.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for the one night stand memory. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. But It'd, be, it'd yeah. be wild, wouldn't it? That's what yeah. I was thinking. Wild ride. Yeah. Every a good would... time, not a long time. Actually, I'm gonna swap. Yeah, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go cum dog for the boink. Yeah. Hall for the marry because apparently yes. he cooks well. Yep. Yes. 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 According to sire. And yes. he's a kind um, boy. Yeah. yeah. You know? He wouldn't cheat. Or, exactly. you know. Calm,
0: calm, calm Dog is the kind of fellow you go home to the pub with, you know, yes. two o'clock in the morning after the Carlton Club yeah. or whatever. You, know, you, you wake up the and then he's gone. You like You he don't have to worry about it. He's gone. He's it. got himself an Uber. Happy days. Yeah. Apologies in advance. Dan all Hall. this guy. Dan Hall <laughs> is the, the player that or, or the fellow that you bring home to meet your parents. You yeah. know, you have a yeah. nice dinner at a, at a classy restaurant. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And your parents go, oh, what a nice boy he was. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah.
0: And uh, this show has just gotten... <laughs>
3: Look, uh, marrying blue, marrying Dan
2: Hall, I'd be so worried about the the one you don't ha- you're not meant to worry about.
3: <laughs> Everyone
2: would be trying to steal my dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? It's all, I think he'd be loyal. He'd be faithful. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he'd that never could. do you wrong. He'd never do you no. dirty. <laughs> no.
1: Sorry, Timur. I think we're pretty much all on a grant here. <laughs> no, we I, have I, just
3: I, cut the goat.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cut the goat. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: I'm gonna have to stick with the uh, Wyoming. East Gosford, St. Eddie's Connection, and Marry Maddie Simon. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: oh, there we go. Is, yeah, yeah, fair, fair enough. enough. <laughs> yeah, <yep. laughs> we can see
0: that. Yeah. For fuck's sake, What is
2: wrong sorry, with you, Dan I do me. love you
1: too, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so wait so who you cut and come, dog? Um, nah, boink and come, dog. Okay, Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> He's getting the cut. I'm telling him next oh. time. We'll see. No, I, do, I still love <laughs> <tough>. Dan Hole. <Hall.
0: laughs> oh, up late with the Coast Football Ramble podcast. <laughs> Moving on, Andrew Kelso this week asks, do you think Football Australia would have appreciated all the airtime that the Central Coast football Crest got on TV? Uh, massive props to all those who travelled to Melbourne too, despite the result. For those of you who weren't aware uh, on the side of or on the sleeve of the playing strips this week, uh, of course, every player had their junior club. So Ollie would have, of course, had Avoka Sharks. Um, Fazad Terrigal. Fazad Terrigal. Harry Terrigal. Hachi Woi Woi. Hachi. Boy,
3: yep. boy, on his
2: tracksuit, that's Niz,
3: right. Yep. Niz Kalani? No, someone Niz, no, Niz
2: Kalani.
1: isn't a
3: coastie. Is I saw someone that had Kalani. Yeah, I saw I the like. Kalani too. I'm yeah. trying, to, trying to remember who it was. And we had a Terrigal. Yeah,
0: Faz, Cop- Faz was Faz, Terrigal, yeah. I think.
3: Yeah. Yep. And you
1: Simo, know, Oh, yeah, Simo. Simo m- I assume Simo maybe would have had a jacket with East Cosford. on it. East
0: Gosford, yeah. And then, of course, you know, Cy Goddard, some little club from London, hot, tottenham red spurs not very something. good i yeah. don't know anyway <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah i'm sure football australia would have loved all the central coast football crests there um, yeah i, sh- I mm.
1: assume most people have heard about it like we would like we don't we don't need to go into it but there's a fair bit of drama happening between football australia and central coast football which mm-hmm. is not ideal mm-hmm. um and re- like i, I w- i'm gonna just start a brexit <laughs> yeah, they, they have. Yeah, it's true. full Brexit. It seriously is. I'm going to start the conspiracy theory that that's why they have not been very kind to us lately because they're not happy They've with never CCF. been kind to us. Even, so. even though they're not really, you know, CCF and the club aren't really connected, but it's one, it's, uh, one catchment area, and I'm going to go with sure that. Sure, they're salty. I'm going to go with that conspiracy.
0: <laughs> Play on play on absolutely scotty mcgee how much of an impact do you think the cum dog can bring when fully fit also do you see any risk with his off-field antics i missed you boys we missed you too scotty
1: (laughs) um massive impact and yes there's a risk (laughs) (laughs) of course (laughs) like i think you'd be silly to say oh yeah there's absolutely no risk of anything off-field happening um but i'm sure monty and the club have had number of those conversations with him, um, I would hope. And, yeah, so very much on-field, good. The potential for off-field, not good, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and um, hoping that he realises that this is, you know, most likely his last chance.
4: Mm.
2: Yeah, I'm not too concerned, but I think he'll have an impact. Yeah. He looks good. Yeah.
3: Feels almost like cheating after that last question to say (laughs) that there's a concern there, but... um yeah, there is a little concern there, but, yeah, hopefully we've had, you know, Maddie Simon's surely gone in and said, "Come dog, have you had the Maddie no dickheads policy <laughs> talk yet? <laughs> Let's go and have a chat, mate. <laughs> I'm not concerned in the slightest, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I think
0: he is here to fr- make a fresh start. He said that um, a number of times now. He's fit in so well, as we've already said, um, and big impact. Yeah, huge impact. Um, speaking of which, Noel Payne, the signing of Jason Cummings, does that mean the end of the goat this year?
3: Yep, probably.
1: Unfortunately, from I mean, from all reports, he's had the surgery on his back um, bulging disc,
2: ruptured
1: or something. Now it's ruptured apparently, um, so it's not great. And I mean, we've so it could be a little while off. But yeah, you know, we've we've got what Jarenyia Cummings, you Namareesh, know, Kowal. We've got a fair few attacking options, not all in the same sort of position as him. But I don't think we see him again. Or if we do, it's you know we're hopefully already making the finals, and it's a like off the bench appearance or some something, something like that for a bit of a farewell. But I think we need him in there though because he
2: he's a bit of a leader in the squad. Yeah, keeps I, keeps the. I ball. hope he's still hanging around in the yeah. squad and like you know
1: yeah. in the dressing room and all that sort of stuff. I hope he's still doing that. Um, because, yeah, definitely has definitely has an influence.
3: And I'd like to think as the whips start cracking in this season, which is not too far away, that he might just start to get back to fitness for that last section of the season and provide us with something for those 10-minute cameos and maybe the odd-headed goal and just stir up a bit of dust like he used to at Sydney. So, And give us the opportunity to farewell him because I think he deserves that. So, yeah, hopefully.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it's it's pretty tough mentally to come back from any injury. Like I think we're seeing with Ruan, and that wasn't, you know, not... not major major like a ruptured disc in your back is pretty significant and you think about Manny Simon's play style like to come back from that and to continue to do what he oh, would normally do. Heads. Yeah like that's it's he's you know I think he's pretty tough mentally but that's at what 36 is he actually turning 37 this year yeah. I think yeah that's pretty tough to come back from.
0: Johnny Needham, welcome back, Johnny. It's so good to see your comments back on the Facebook here. Johnny, firstly, have I done something wrong to miss out on all of the fancy dinners that Football Australia must have taken the club and the fans out for before fucking us relentlessly during that cup final? <laughs> no home game, no cum dog, bullshit refereeing. Surprise, our team aren't the most watched thing on Pornhub right now. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny, we didn't get invited either. (laughs) I think I saw a screenshot of that on Facebook. Yeah, same. Check out the Yellow Army Facebook there. Um, Also, I don't know – sorry, also, I know you didn't agree when I didn't see much in Encololo early on, but surely you agree with me now. Surely we can put Cy out there and give him a bit more time on the pitch. Uh, He's a much more exciting prospect for me. Anyway, I've missed you, lads. It's good to have you back. Johnny, it's good to have you back too. Thoughts?
1: Um, well, we didn't actually speak about the whole Cummings not being allowed to play a thing, but in short, I think he should have been able to play. It's a crock
0: of shit. I, I think- mean, the fact that Melbourne Victory could go and sign Luca Persho after our semi-final mm. and have him in the matchday squad, albeit for the fact that, yeah, sure, in the end he wasn't included on the bench, but he was included in the 25-man matchday squad. Yeah.
1: So how is yeah, that? Rules, how is rules. that different?
0: The only, the only thing is, you know, we signed Cummings before our semi-final. We just didn't get his ITC through in time. Yeah. So the ITC came through after the Sydney FC semi-final, and as a result, Football Australia, in their infinite fucking wisdom, um, sorry, decided to you know fuck
1: us over again. Yeah. So it'd be I'm totally different.
0: Really, really still frustrated by that. Yeah. Same.
1: It'd be it'd be completely different if you know we were like signing. Lionel Messi for one game and then he comes in to play the cup final and then goes home. But yeah. he's he's in the squad for the rest of the season. It's yeah. not like a one-game thing we're trying to bring him in to get like an advantage in that one big game. Mm. He's in the squad and he's a part of the squad. And then you weigh in, like you said, you know, Melbourne Victory had like an extra 11 days, I think, to sign a player. Uh-huh. They did sign Luca Pursa. So he's in their match day squad. Mm. Like,
0: Where's the sense? What the fuck?
1: Like yeah. if there's any time to slightly bend the rules or make an exception. Surely it's this year, given everything that's happened with COVID.
0: And the fact that, you know, we agreed to play our semi-final early to get it done. Yeah. And in yeah, the end, it's cost us. It's, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. anyway um, Don't be
3: from the Central Coast where the association wants to go AWOL, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe we could get the uh, the Central Coast Church comp affiliated with Football Australia and Football New South Wales <laughs> <laughs> instead now that CCF have gone. I don't know. I don't know. Just a
1: thought. <laughs> might work. Might work. Um, I know, Pete, you will probably agree with Johnny's opinion around Benny. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I really like Benny. I mean, I like Benny and Cy. Si, so, mm. it's a pretty tough way up. Totally for, different players. Yeah. Um, you know, size is really good on the ball, really good set pieces. Technically fantastic. Whenever side takes a corner, it's like an improvement on any of our corners over the last probably four or five years. <laughs> um, <Clisby>. You know. <laughs> why he was on set pieces for two seasons, I'll never know. But anyway. Um, yeah, I really like them both. I think it's good that we we had that option there. We can sw- swap wingers. You know, we can have one of them, you know. Um, you know, they can both play that role on sort of either side where they can both sort of cut in... Um, I think it's a good headache to have I really like Benny I would like I said before I think he should have started on the weekend instead of Muller out wide um, but I would have been happy if Si started so I don't know it's a tough one it's tough
2: yeah I'm not sure about Benny He's does a lot of good things like you said especially defensively compared to say Si Si doesn't defend too much I don't think Yeah. But,
1: and I think the injury hurt Benny but, a bit Cause, get, he, he, 'Cause he looked really good the first couple of games and then yeah, he had the New, injury and then he's he's not New, been as good since he came Newcastle
2: getting in behind a lot. Yeah. He looked really good. There's been some yeah, there's been a few things where he's done it's really good and then there's like the shot in the final and I, I think it was um was it the city game, Ollie put one on the platter for him and he's falling over as he shot. Thought he should have done better there. So there's I don't know, Chewy's still out for me on Benny. But he's pretty exciting to watch at
3: times. Yeah, I don't think he's far from being a write off. I think size so, ahead of him, and I think um, that's a fair call. That seems it's pretty obvious tidier. to me. Yeah. yeah, well, the technique is. It's just like, more polished. Well, the, the shape of those balls and. Mm.
0: <laughs> 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 I knew that was coming back to bite me. <laughs> Up late with the Coast Football <laughs> Ramble podcast.
3: I've done it again. <laughs> Which the would you boink, marry, or cut? <laughs> 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 Sorry, come dog, I've just diverted on to side. <laughs> But, no, Benny, <laughs> Benny did make a difference, I think, and, and I think they're young and so the consistency thing is still hard to find even for, um, at, that, that, at that point. So I think, I, I think what Benny has is that his awkward style, I used that word earlier to describe it, his awkward style is actually off-putting for people who try to defend him at times and I think that has helped him. But what I like about him the most is he positions himself well when we turn over the ball in our defence to get out, he positions himself well always and he's a great outlet for us, whereas Muller, he might as well have been standing next to you and I, Tyson, because that's how much of an outlet he was. Um, So (laughs) as soon as Benny came on, the first thing he did was somebody kicked it to him and he stopped the ball in front of him, looked around, dribbled it about three or four metres and made a good pass. There was nothing in it, but it wasn't a situation where they were all over us like a rash. So it's that kind of play that I think is um, what Benny brings to the team. So... Don't totally agree with what Johnny's saying, other than to say Cy is ahead of him. Um, I think Benny's still got a fair bit of potential for us yet, to be honest. Mm.
2: Benny really just needs to tidy up on the basics a little bit more, I think. Just sharper touches, take a bit more care with the pass. Because he's got the speed and he's he's got the ability to beat a player, but Mm. clean up the basics a little bit first. I think he'll look a lot better then.
0: I agree I agree I think Si's ahead of him In the pecking order mm. I agree with pretty much everyone Everything that Tyson
1: And Moz have said there
3: He we might know, not be In Monty's pecking order But that's yeah. how it looks to me. And we
1: know Si Was struggling a fair bit In the heat In a couple of those Early games too So it I might be a COVID case maybe of too. I don't know Maybe Monty's Trying to keep him Under wraps a little bit Until he gets a bit more Fitness And then he might Come into the starting side I don't know mm. But I think he could Start right now Probably
2: yeah. also considering The physicality of Who they're up against As well he's a tall lad mm. He's a lot bigger when you see him in it's person, compared to yeah, team, yeah, you look he's, at him, he's you go. Oh, pretty sure. Sure. Yeah. 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 And size is very small. So
1: yeah. mm. size so very Japanese. You can see he's got that sort of Japanese style in him, like sort of Simon Hill said in that the first sort of couple of games that he had, he's got that you know, he's got the touch, he's got that bit of sort of like you know, that sort of silkiness about him. Mm. Yeah. Um yeah, he's, he's he's good.
3: He's had good enough technique though, I think though, to avoid uh being found out for that strength in the moments that he's played in games so far, I reckon. So I, I see what you get, you're getting at so there because he is small. You
1: should watch Niz. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I mean <laughs>
1: Niz doesn't you, get bumped you off. You don't need to be big to be a good footballer. Yeah. But no. Ty
3: does it differently than Niz, where his technique gets him around those situations. I think so. But yeah, I can see that could be an issue for him. But don't seen it so far.
0: Moving across to NSTAR where Mark Jameson writes in, thinking about how well Monty is doing as our coach, do you think we should uh, or could see Hutch as coach one day here? I don't know. I mean, it's not beyond the realms of no. possibility. Look at the timeline we're in with Jason Cummings at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Wasn't on the bingo card for this year, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, it's got all the good narrative about it. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, Hutch has, Hutch got, has been completely stitched up with what happened in Japan. Mm. Musket basically walked in and went, "Yep, see you later." Not required. And now I think Hutch is is he second not even maybe second DIV in the US is No it? I think he's second DIV, yeah. It is second DIV? okay. I can't remember the can't remember the name of the team but I El Paso? I've, El Paso I think. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. I honestly haven't looked at the results or how he's sort of been going but I know he's over there and right in the thick of it so but yes is is a yes is a short answer. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'd, don't think there's much point I discussing mean, yeah. it at the moment because would we bring doing him in well, right now? No. Yeah, yeah,
3: but, no, but maybe further down the track sure. Yeah, yeah I want that time but I, if the question is about Monty and Hutch together I think there's no chance. What do you mean together? Like I, I Well there's always it's been that's not NFL like there's always been that whole thing about you know the Monty <laughs> and Hutch coaching team thing at least, at least you know some of the fans have expressed just, that at times I just no, I think that's never silly. There's no dreaming. Chance. I don't think exactly. that's a timeline no. in, yeah. no. and I doubt anyone either of them have ever thought that was a legitimate thought either, to be honest. Mm. But
1: um, I think they both want to be head coaches. There's no way course. you would have one any as an assistant. Ho- any head coach. coach wants to be a head coach. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> why <laughs> bother?
0: <laughs> yeah. Long story short, maybe one day, sure. Why not? Um Dylan Wilson rate the Melbourne away trip out of ten and any morrow rant is appreciated. Uh twelve out of ten. Oof.
1: Yep. 11 out of 10.
0: I'm trying to think up
2: a rant.
1: I thought you 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 were about to go on a CCF one. (laughs)
2: 9.5 loss because we lost the game. But everything else was...
0: I
3: already gave it a three-point
2: deduction
0: after we lost the game. (laughs) 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 I got it down to 12.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'm up in the sky there too in the 11s and 12s. It was great moments. It was great catching up with mates, you lot. Mates I never knew until I went on this trip. Randoms I ran into along the way people who came up to me and said to me um something about the podcast or something yeah. about the front gate and the loose cannon this kind of stuff Do i know yeah, who they you are you two shout- got hassled
1: for ah. lack of episodes in the oh, last month yeah. well, it's, it's, it can be a
3: bit weird sometimes shout out to um Niz's biggest fan he claims because he didn't tell me his name but he told me what his name is in the tipping competition <laughs> and that he and i were on the same point sorry to tell you dude that was a few days ago i'm a couple ahead of you now but um but yeah thanks for um me out but uh yeah, be good to know your name, but uh, <laughs> shout out to you. But yeah, I th- it was just great experience. Even the
1: away bay was fun. Like there was no whinging about seats or people standing up or yep. none of that shit. It was just all get behind the boys. Yeah, so, yeah it was just a lot of passion. Was
2: the, yeah, it was, it was good. Yep. I was a bit worried about that. We've had it in the past, people whinging about being in their seat, sitting down yep. and things like that. But everyone was there for the right reasons, I think.
3: Yep.
0: Michelle Lumby on Instagram. Do you think the COVID break ruined our momentum?
2: Yes, I think it ruined everyone's momentum. Yep, I think it definitely. We haven't had good results since, have we? No,
1: nah, really. We're three and four now, and mm. we've we've had two losses since we come back from COVID in mm. the league. Well, three include the cup. Yeah, yeah. So yes. Yep.
3: Yep. 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 <laughs> Cool.
0: <laughs> Good input, Moss. Sorry, uh, had to think about it. <laughs> had to think about it. Uh, and Alexander V on Instagram, what do we do with RT? Dan Hall is better than he has been next to Rolls of late. Could we try him next to Ollie?
1: No. Uh No, RT no. is far away from the match day squad as possible right now, given current form. It's, it's
2: pretty simple. Dan Hall starts until Ruan deserves to be
0: in yeah. the starting lineup.
1: Seriously, until I see an improvement on the yeah. body language from Sydney away. No any of the squad for me. As far as I'm, called, I'm
2: as far as I'm concerned, Dan Hall starts for hundred percent.
1: <laughs> I don't know how he'd ever play in the midfield. I'd start early. Lewis I'd start Lewis Miller at centre back before I start Ruon right now. And start Storm at right back. Mm. I'm not against the idea. It just
3: isn't the idea it isn't what I would be doing next with Ruan. the idea that he could play there, I could accept that. But I when you're out of you play there. I don't think he's got the he ability. He's got. So he's got the ability know, can, to turn quick enough. Well, mm. he's, someone thinks he can, but uh, but I don't think he should. If you're a player with no form and no confidence, then the last thing you want is to be shoved into some position that isn't the natural position that you play in, and, and expected to be able to do a job that you're not familiar with. So yeah, I, 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 I think our think options
2: it. of that we've got there are far better. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Like don't that. don't forget we've got Niz playing out wide who can easily slot in there if we need him.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Maxi Steely, they're no all ahead yeah. of him in the pecking water there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I,
3: I, he's just a you know one of the list of options there. But to uh, the idea that that would be the next thing because of form or, or in this form, that no, just absolutely not. Yeah, I think that's it's getting desperate. Yeah,
2: he. Just doesn't start until he
3: deserves it. It's simple. Yeah, well, right. Monty's watching the, him on the pad, good. training paddock, so he must know, you know, whether he's getting or he's not getting that confidence back. So it'll be a matter of time. And if I tell you what, Dan is going to have to be injured or experience a fair downturn exactly. in form, be- no. <laughs> and Ruan's going to go up a fair exactly. way.
0: it's it's Hawley's to lose now. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Over to the ccmfans.net forum. Uh, Bikini girl on the ccmfans.net forum says, no pods equals no wins. What say you? Sorry. Agree. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Maybe our fault. (laughs) Uh, She also says, thank fuck, things should be back on track for this Thursday then. Yeah,
1: fair. (laughs) I mean, I'd like to think so, but then there's...
0: (laughs) (laughs) just like all sorts of 238 games
1: in the midst of it too yeah how do you plan stuff like and even the next game that's on tomorrow is it tomorrow in Wollongong they couldn't find a match day commercial partner so now they have to play it behind closed doors Mm. how embarrassing is that for the league
0: yeah I mean as if the APL doesn't actually stump up to to help them out there
1: Like that's so bad they've they've essentially you know basically given up their last two and a half seasons or whatever it's you know sort of has been now Hmm. to you know keep the league going and they're not even going to help them run their match day yeah like it's just yeah it's
3: very tricky though you know resourcing all Mm -hmm. of these things like without getting into any detail about it i know how hard it is on our volunteers to determine who can who can't who's going to be there who's not going to be there whether or not we've got enough resources that kind of stuff all of the changes make it impossible every week there seems to be a new set of changes and so yeah, getting people to do the jobs that need to get done on a match day—that's quite hard. The players are captive audience; they're professionals, but um, but a lot of what goes into a match day isn't. So yeah, it's hard times.
0: Melange on the forum: any thoughts on right back options if Miller does leave? I don't think Storm is the answer. Is it Dan Hall or maybe someone younger? Ah, uh, it's a
2: good question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a couple of, <laughs> a couple a of words one. for
0: you, James Bayless.
2: Yeah, that's fair. He looked okay when he came on, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be putting Dan Hall there because he belongs at the centre-back right now. <laughs> yeah. He's got that sewed up. Yep.
1: Exactly.
3: And I didn't mind Bayless either, but still you'd need to see a bit more of that, I think, to know. Um, I don't think Storm is, you know, a lost cause. I just think that he hasn't been able to find form at the moment either and there's yep. been some moments when he's been exposed for some of the parts of his game that aren't his best bits. So, you know, he can work through that stuff and maybe there's a place right now. I think the answer probably is Storm.
1: Yeah, that's probably the answer, but it's probably not the desired one. No. But that's what it is.
0: One thing Ashman on the forum has mentioned is one name that uh, they would throw out there is Tate Russell from the Wanderers. What do you guys reckon? Word is that he's still playing uh, in the NPL for some reason, even after Robbo's sacking.
1: Yeah, I think he's probably showed enough in the league that there's something there to work with um, if we needed to. Actually, yeah, him like him and, him and Aquilina, I rate them both. Um, I actually thought Aquiline was out of, out of contract at the end of the last season, and I would have liked to see us maybe swoop in and try and pick him up. But um, it'd be crazy not to be speaking to him at the moment. Yeah, both both good young players, and if one of them is surplus two requirements of the Wanderers I would probably have either one of them tomorrow as a right back option
0: that's something that Turbo on the forum says as well Russell or Aquilina will be worth looking at both out of favour and only one of them uh, would even be a sniff of starting unless something maybe happens to Traore crazy not to at least have the conversation there absolutely Sid Mariner any news on the women's team have you guys heard anything no as far as I know it's all systems go for next season
3: yeah, I, I hope so because um, all of these double-headers where women come and – strange women come and play at our stadium when we're not <laughs> looking <laughs> for
0: strange women. Of course, yeah, we do have another double-header this Thursday <laughs> afternoon and another one on Sunday.
3: Yes, yes, it's very
0: confusing. We had one last week as well.
3: Oh, yeah, I, I've found some of that a little bit tricky to get my head around. Um, uh, who would want to go and see Newcastle play against whoever they were playing against? I, I'm not sure mm. on the Central Coast, but – yeah, back to the question, very keen for us to get in that mix and be a part of that, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, the reality is I just don't care about the W League. or well, Sorry, the Liberty A-League women's um, because we don't have a team. If we have a team, i yeah. I watch them play, but yeah. I don't care about other teams playing at our stadium. It doesn't interest me. Exactly. And uh, Dobby, do you think we'll
0: see a final appearance from Simo this season?
1: At a stretch right at the very end.
2: Like in the final, or
0: (laughs) just a a final
1: appearance, yeah. Just
2: a last of like a goodbye appearance, yeah. A farewell, I guess. I guess so. He's had his surgery. I absolutely absolutely
0: think we will see Simo at some point this season. Will it be this week? Probably not.
2: Training and everything, so Hmm. we want one of those big thanks, Maddie nights, don't we?
0: Yeah, yeah. We will definitely see Simo at some point this season. Uh, over to Twitter where Eddie M says conceding 8 goals in 3 games is a bit worrying. Uh Kelso's already got the rebuttal for this one for me. Well, we used to be able to do it in one game, so <laughs> 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 improvement uh, to <twice>. us. <laughs> improvement is key. Um, that's, that's about it that's about all we've got time for this week on the Coast Football Ramble Podcast it has been a long way out Nate. it has been pretty jam-packed full of absolutely everything that's gone over, over the last few weeks and everything that is coming up as well fellas any final words before we wrap this and pack this
1: uh, hopefully it won't be a month and a half until our next episode <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'll try our best
1: Tyson
2: solid debut Yes,
3: well played, sir. Yes, it's been fun. <laughs> Feeling pretty
2: optimistic for the rest of the season.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, this month is huge. Yeah, if all the games go ahead, um, yeah, it's pretty season defining because I think by the end of this month, we'll, I think hopefully the league's idea is to have everybody almost on level games played and all that sort of stuff by the end of the month. Um, so it's yeah, she's she's a pretty big one, a big uh, big test for Monty and the squad that we currently have got a f- few
2: games in hand mm-hmm. i think win them and we're looking pretty good feel
3: like we still got a fair bit of improvement as well you know come dogs been here five minutes we've got yep. other players who we haven't really seen the best of yet si yep. benny um, among others, we've got young kids who are gaining experience. And so Jacob Farrell's just been an absolute revelation. But he can only get better, can't he? And you've still got uh,
0: Garang to come through exactly, as well. Yeah. And, and, and James Bayless is another one that we mentioned yeah. there. Steely and Ballard are still growing into it as well. Yeah. we're nowhere near the finished article.
3: So it seems to me that we'll be a better side at the end. And we're already a very competitive side. So yeah, I'm, I'm like that's a good point, uh, Tyson. Optimistic fans should be optimistic.
0: Yep. And it all starts with the optimism again this Thursday at Central Coast Stadium. Make sure you get down there on Thursday night and again on Sunday uh, for the Festival of Football in February, I guess you could call it. Let's get around it. But from us for this week, thank you all so much for tuning in once again to the Coast Football Ramble. We love you all so dearly, and we'll catch you next time. Love you. See you Bye. So, joining us this week on the Coast Football Ramble podcast, we have the one and only Tom James. Tom, how are you today? Are you good?
3: I am don't, my don't
0: You're wearing your Mariners shirt. Yeah. How good is it? Do you love your Mariners shirt, yeah. Tom? Is it your favourite shirt in the world? Yeah. How much do you love the Mariners, Tom? Five. Five out of five out of five. Yeah. That's pretty good. How much does Daddy love the Mariners? Four. Oh, four out of five. Oh, so you love the Mariners more than Daddy, huh? I <laughs> What's your favourite part about the Mariners games, Tom? Um, scoring goals. Scoring goals and when the cannon goes off. Yeah. Yeah, how good's that cannon? Oh, Tom, you're a man of many words. You've got some great opinions. I. Hey. I agree 100. percent Tom, any final words for the listeners this afternoon?
3: Yes. Oh. <laughs> Goodbye, listeners. Goodbye, listeners. (laughs) Say love you
2: too. Bye for
0: Tom. Thanks, Tom. You're a legend.